From the Standing Stone Farm Studio right outside downtown Nashville, it's time for the most ridiculous sports podcast in the world. So sit back, relax, and listen as Bobby Butler and Brandon Bond crack open a cold one and talk all things hockey, pop culture, and complain about everyday situations. It's the Pucks Out Podcast on the Penalty Box Radio Network. Welcome in to the most ridiculous podcast in sports and pop culture. I'm Bobby. He's Brandon. Hey, you can find us on the three majors of social media at Pucks Out Pod. Now let's crack open a cold Mayday beer and let's get after it. Oh, should I open mine? That would be nice. That would be nice. Uh, The Mayday Soul. Uh, Ah, A nice dark lager. Pucks Out is powered by Mayday Brewery, the official beer of Pucks Out Podcast. Join us on January 15th for the Preds watch party that we are hosting. Uh, all proceeds are going from the raffle to Seven Element Athletics, which its mission is to help veterans and first responders find a path to organized hockey and sports. We will be having a lot of great stuff there. There will be some uh, autographed Preds items. There will be a uh, gift cards to tattoo uh, parlors in town. There'll be some chiropractic stuff there. Action 247 Sports. Action 247 will be gambling. there. Yeah. Basically, if you're a degenerate, we've got something for you. Basically, ya. everything that we love on Earth will be available to you. Predators, uh, sporting events, uh, other and, other people doing wonderful charity work yeah. for us. Uh, beer. Did yeah. I say that yet? Yeah. Beer. Beer. Again, uh, and, beer. Maybe, and maybe we will be raffling off uh, for some of the veteran guys uh, to shoot pucks at us on the ice. Yeah, that was talked about. Um, and we will know. discuss that heavenly, hev- uh, heavily. Uh, we'll see what happens. The longer we go into the day, the more likely it yeah. is for me to say, hell yeah. A no, dollar. I mean, no to be fair, though, a dollar a puck. I, I mean, but the, well, we're throwing pads on. I'm, I'm going to. No pads. <laughs> Maybe. I'm, dude, I'm in. Dude, I've been, you know, I've been working out a little bit lately. I've been training. I've been yeah. boxing, dude. I'm just going to punch these bad boys out of the air, right? I mean, it's <laughs> got to be no problem. <laughs> like, oh, my knuckles a little hurt. Uh, yeah, that was like. A- it's like, hey, we brought in this guy. He, he just flew in from D.C. It's like, is that is that Alex Ovechkin? Why is he? No. Ah. <laughs> dude, is gar- dude is garbage. Now, if they bring in Shea Weber, I'm done, dude. I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. Because I have seen some yeah. of the things that he does to people with pads on from like across the ice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he has he has broken legs before, and so that's when I'm out. But uh, well, you know who's available right now? Who? James Neal just cleared waivers. Real deal? Yeah. Do you think that we could get him on waivers I mean, for the event? For the yeah, puck, uh, just a ten day pucks out, pulled him, uh, got him on waivers. Just a just a quick ten day contract to shoot pucks at me. You should have seen Twitter after it was uh, claim, after he was announced that he was going to waivers. All of everyone had to be like, Nashville fans, no, no, it's not <laughs> happening. The real not deal happening. James, the real deal. James Neal's coming like, back. Oh, we, we know. But it However, could. Let me hit you with this. Look at this cap space. <laughs> uh, All right. Today, uh, we've got an interview with Brian Bailey from Seven Element Athletics later on today. Ah, super awesome. We've I got plenty of news. We're talking Hawkeye. We've got our joke of the year. And of course, our games of the week, which uh, I'm having a pretty good year so far. I'm not as much. Um, and uh, we're. You know, getting some important information about the Summer of Bond will be released. So I know you're all excited about that, as are we. So let's jump uh, straight into it. Don't forget to chuck us out on What a Maneuver and Patreon to support the show. How are you this week, bud? I am doing very well. Um, 
as you know, we, we, we know we stay mainly on hockey, but, uh, but big sports fans all around fantasy football championships. This was this past weekend. Hope all of you at home did well. Your boy went two for three, uh, beat you in one, keeping the dynasty trophy. You know, that's all I care about yeah. in my life. It's literally the only thing that gets me up in the morning. Uh, so to be able to keep that uh, Bill Cosby sleepers having the three peat is always great. Great weekend uh, gambling. But yeah. I think most of all, bro, I think we had a blast up in Columbus. Yeah, Columbus Even though it was a lot of fun. Day, what a fantastic stadium. Uh, we had great seats. Yeah. Uh, folks around us real cool. Not a rowdy, not a rowdy bunch. Uh, yeah. It was nothing like going to Minnesota, nothing like being at the Nashville game, but really nice folks uh, and a really, really good hockey game. I cannot believe we almost got to see Ryan Johansson win the game on another controller died. <laughs> that would have been absolutely insane if we saw that in three different arenas. Yeah, but uh, but really good, really good weekend. Um, getting back to some some hockey fantasy hockey talk this week. We've been off the past two weeks, so that's that's nice. To yeah, get out there. That. Uh, not uh, that we've missed much hockey. Yeah, I was I was checking something. I I, I technically my uh drought is broken. I did win one fantasy football championship this year. So, ah, nice. And in one of the bend the knee leagues, it, it's it's still a competitive league. It's a twelve team league. So happy I got that. Yeah. I was down. I needed uh I needed thirty three points from Devonte Adams. Got thirty six. Yeah, got that. No problem. Yeah. I mean, uh, you had a really good week in the championship that we played each other. Yeah. There was just no way that anybody was beating my team that week. Yeah. I mean, I blew. Yeah, it's I just think, one of those things, man. I think you had like one hundred and seventy something points, which would have been like the third highest score of the week. And I had like two hundred and six. Yeah. Uh, so it was there was no there was nothing that you could have done. Yeah. Uh, in but the, in I'm just. Case. Now, but good. You hockey, needed that it's hockey you season needed now. That drought. You needed that drought lifted. Yeah, it's been like you three had years. Been, yeah, you hadn't won a fantasy football championship, which happens from time yeah. to time. But it's especially when you go to the championship, and so, it's not like I missed the playoffs. I right. would like go to championships in so right. many times, but just fall short. It hurt, and it hurts because yeah. it's a whole other year, and we know it doesn't matter. But we does. have nothing going on, you know, in our lives personally. <laughs> uh, we, you know, this is a cry Megan, for help. Megan and Stephanie, they do all they can for her. There's, there's wonderful people, but we are just horrible. Yeah, and uh, we. We need championships that to fuel us. Yeah. It's like our oxygen. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, but also this week, lots of snow for some of us. Uh, you know, obviously, this show releases on Thursday, and I will be by the when this show uh, is uh, when you're probably listening to the show, I'm probably driving my mom to the airport through a snowstorm. But on Tuesday, I left my house in Shelbyville, had about four or five inches of snow still that, you know, even with the sun out. Uh, get on the interstate. Lots of snow in Murfreesboro. Get off the interstate on Dickinson Pike. Standard, standing in Farm Studio. Nothing, dude. We Nothing is here. That, and I'm bro. like, did I, did I like drive through like a time warp? And like, it, it's not like there's like a little bit of snow and patches on roofs. It's nothing. Yeah. And I was yeah, shocked. There's actually, actually, I could show you out of my, uh, in my little courtyard on the uh, stone tables. Ah, the sun, proof? sun never hits there. There is proof. <laughs> I can prove that it, that it happened. Um, so we, so we did get some snow, but it's funny because, you know, on Thursday, we we talked about this a little bit about with Brian and we'll, you'll hear it later, but it's supposed to snow Thursday. So it could be all yeah. this talk about how the snow is all good now and people are listening and they're looking outside and it yeah. is full up. And they said, as of this morning, they said the storm's actually going to be worse than Tuesday's storm. So we should be, we could see more snow. So I could see a whole, you know, a full dusting. Yeah, potentially. No, that mo- that next morning we went out and like the grass was covered. I mean, yeah, the dog, but not like, even enough. For well, at our house, really we had like it. literally like so I would like I went out there to play fetch with the dogs. My dogs love the snow. Mm-hmm. I was able to put my hand down into the uh, thing and it came. 
I mean, you can't see it at home, but that's, right, it came up to about there. That's awesome. I, I'm super jealous because I because I was off yesterday um, because that's when we observed New Year's because it was on the weekend. So I would have been I would have been so pumped if uh, we would have been had a full snow yeah. for Harper to yeah, play. I'm sure she Harper's loves. Yeah. Oh, she loves the snow, man. She loves it so much. So hopefully yeah. Thursday. Yeah, hopefully. Uh, but all right, let's jump into the news. Everything you need to know about what's happening on the ice. It's time for news from inside the boards. All righty. And I just got an email. It might be time to scratch our New Orleans itch from I just got a the email from the hotel I stay at in New Orleans. 20% off any 2022 stay. Yeah, that's not a bad deal. Twenty percent off in New Orleans. Yeah, yeah. Now it's that place to arms, so I could probably save fifty percent. Go stay in Airbnb. Right. <laughs> we could just save you know every dollar <laughs> that any of us. Have. But really, because your mom technically owes Stephanie and I a trip to New Orleans. Yeah, so that's probably what I'd mention. I will. Uh, you know, I'm not. It's not like I'm like calling her up and like, hey, hey, what's up with our trip? You owe us. But she's listening right now. So, but you're listening right now on Thursday, Paula, and we understand. Oh, you know. It's bad. Dying isn't good. We don't want to do that. But just know, in the back of my mind, every day I wake up, I'm like, I got that Banks trip yeah. from Paula to New Orleans. <laughs> that does remind me. I did see a, uh, I was on Reddit and someone did like a would you rather question. It was like, would you rather uh, cover, uh, wash your hands, every, uh, wash your hands and stay at home or die? And everyone's like, clearly I want to do this. And then it was like, yeah, well, that's called that's, that's called yeah that's what everyone's asking you to do but you're not doing it <laughs> see see those people are liars because they knew exactly what it was about and i mean if the answers die cool but be honest we i saw you i saw you at the club last night you definitely don't want to wash your hands and stay home that's not yeah who, that's not who you are as a person yeah okay and it's okay yeah just say oh i picked yolo and that's it yeah like, <laughs> yeah death yeah no yeah. question no problem I blaze mean, of glory baby how about I go out to die and don't wash my hands there either? I mean, <laughs> we can just save myself all sorts of time. But uh, the Rangers take the top spot in the NHL after a win over uh, the Oilers. The Oilers, yeah. yeah really I had so I, I had the Oilers on my game of the week, and I forgot about that. And I'm thankful I did because I was like looking to put money on that game. I was like, I'm gonna. And I had Rangers were plus one fifty, twenty bucks on them money line. Boom, that was a nice little bet, nice little win sure. for me. Sure, make nice up for not ball. make up for not going perfect in uh, games of the week, dude. I'm thinking about it. I mean, you kind of mentioned it, but you're doing well. I'm thinking about just betting <laughs> against myself right now because it is getting rough, dude. Like rough. Yeah. I mean, I feel like this is how we create another curse. If somehow, like, we start tailing each other in a way, and we vortex, so we like, do a vortex curse. We did break the curse. People. Yeah, the curse is broken. Curse is officially broken. Curse a couple times broken. over. Quite. Yeah. To this point, we're not even calling it a curse. Yeah. We're just, you know, we're we're hitting. And yeah, missing we're hitting and missing. But like when we hit a couple in a row, like we both, like I think you tailed me on Browns uh, plus three last night. Yeah. Well, see, hey. I technically I went uh, I went up to plus. Plus one. Okay. So really, not even a tail. Doesn't yeah. even count that Doesn't we lost count. it. Um, what else did we would we tail out at? Uh, uh, now I'm forgetting. I no, know that it's in my. T- we uh, both won. We both we didn't tail on this, but you know Chubb and, and Harris getting over 184 yeah. yards uh, for the the, the Grizzlies. The Grizzlies, which they could have covered minus seven. Could have honest. Yeah, didn't they win? Yeah, they yeah. no, they won by like ten points. I yeah. think. Yeah, we. Uh, and uh, what was the other one? And and we did sort of tail each other on a three-person touchdown parlay. Yeah. 
we didn't win, but we only tailed on two of the three plays. Yeah, I, and so I missed we, on Ezekiel we Elliott. Hit, we hit on the ones that we both did together. Yeah, so, so it counts. I'll call up DraftKings and be like, hey, curse is broken, people. <laughs> curse is broken. Or Action 247. Hit yeah. us up. What's up, dude? Uh, Kraken fan awarded $10,000 scholarship to medical school after identifying a cancerous mole in the Canucks uh, assistant coach. Uh, that was pretty cool. I watched it. So she like saw it. She was sitting front row right behind the bench and she saw uh, his mole on the back of his neck and she started pet bounding on the glass a lot. And he was like, stop it. Like he was getting annoyed until finally he put her phone up with. So, and he said, the mole on your neck looks cancerous. Please have a doctor check it out. He would, the next day he went and checked it out. It was cancerous and luckily it hadn't Crazy, penetrated dude. the skin yet. So it wasn't able to spread. But yeah, the doctor and the coach said that she probably extended his life many years and probably saved his life. So the next game, 10K, I, dude, really? If I was her, I'd have been like, no, forget the 10K scholarship. I want 10% of this dude's earnings for life <laughs> for the rest of this guy's life. I mean, because it could have been, oh, he gets 100% of his earnings yeah. for two years and then none. Well, or 90%. Or immediately the reaction from all of online was like, oh, $10,000. She still has $250,000 worth of tuition to pay. That's <laughs> <laughs> that. And, and honestly, she saved this guy $250,000. Oh, probably. Yeah, I mean, more than that. M- m- millions of dollars. For the first year of the of the chemo. So, yeah, I mean, cancer treatment really, is like $100 million. Really? They should put the mole back on this guy's neck until they come <laughs> off. Until they come off this money, they they just saved it. It's like, all right, well, it's what like, happens. It, that, I mean, hey, that's the American medical system. You don't pay. It's like uh, I was reading a story how in uh, I think Dubai, um, a family had a baby. They something uh, after COVID, they lost their business. They couldn't afford to pay in. So like uh, a couple weeks before, they lost their business. And when the nurse found out they couldn't pay, the doctor sold the baby. Ghanaian. What uh, what do you do? Like you gotta get paid somehow. Yeah. <laughs> I was I was reading the story and I was like, "Where is this going?" I was like, "Oh, he straight up sold the baby." Wow, it's not at where I expected it. Yeah, all. going straight from. It's like, not even like uh, a black market thing. It's like a kiosk. Right. It wasn't like he took like. Uh, all right. Well, we're gonna take one of your livers and sell that, and then we're gonna be square. It's like no, we're taking your human. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're done. <laughs> you don't get that. You can't. You can't pay for the thousands of dollars for it to be birth. Then we're gonna give it to somebody else. They don't have to pay that money. They get a kid. Yeah. So maybe you should have waited in line for the kid handout. Okay. <laughs> uh, the uh, Winter Classic was this weekend, and it was it looked like a fun game to be at. I know we had discussed early Objectively. on. Yeah, like we had discussed possibly, uh, you know what would have been bad? If we had taken the girls up there. They oh, would have been mad. They, we... We would have they. I mean, we would not be talking about it now. <laughs> yeah, we we would have. They would have left us up there for dead. And it wasn't even a situation of like, oh, we could have taken them up there, and they wouldn't, and they didn't go to the game, and it was all fine. Yeah, we spent some money on tickets. No, no, it would have been the whole time because I remember when we were up there, it was very similar. And dude, it was like a chore, like being outside for longer than two minutes. Yeah. So imagine like they would have. Yeah, hated. the big difference is there was wind this time when we were up there. It was the coldest day in in history of Minnesota. Or Minneapolis, but with no wind chill. Well, and the sporting event we went to was, was inside. inside of a home. So, <laughs> like, uh, or not a home, a yeah. stadium. But, like, yeah, we would, yeah, man. That would have been, it would have, we gotta go, we, we would have had to been them. so drunk to have, like, enough fun to not be shivering cold. We have to take them up to Minneapolis and, like, yeah, the summer months so we can go to like a baseball game and, like, maybe a basketball game. They would love yeah. it. Dude, I think anytime between, like, September until I think there's like a two week window yeah. where we can take them. Not yeah. yeah I mean it's not like the players' lot. sweat was freezing on them. 
which yeah. is insane. Yeah, beers were beers were getting frozen midway through. You said, uh, and you made a great point before the show. I'm going to steal it because you do it to me all the time. We're just lucky Philly fans weren't there. Yeah, right. I mean, throw, you, you throw them as br- yeah, and throw them a, bricks. And it was a great uh, uh, you know observation that uh, they they would have there'd been dead people for yeah. sure for sure. The uh, those would have been weapons flying around. Yeah, I mean. There was there was no moles removed from yeah. Knicks. Imagine if it, imagine if it was Nashville as the visiting team. That catfish would have froze midair. Oh just, my gosh! It just shattered. Even, it wouldn't have even shattered. It would have just stuck in the air. It would have frozen. Yeah, it would have. Yeah, in the air. Time and gravity would have frozen. It would have just. I am imagining though, if it just hits and just like. Little ice blocks of catfish go everywhere. Dude, and just boom, like people are getting stabbed in the eyes with the pokers yeah. and stuff. I mean, if we could guarantee that Jordan Bennington was the one that gets stabbed yeah. by the pokers, I would a hundred times oh, overdo of course. it, you know? Anytime you can guarantee Jordan Bennington gets stabbed by anything. I mean, <laughs> we could roll up to St. Louis. I mean, then we had to go to St. Louis. And this seems get, very incriminating. And risk, and, and risk getting stabbed ourselves. Yes. So let's yes. not do it. Yeah, and we've also just said on a, on a live tape that we know is recording. That, Nobody um, would ever believe we have the ability to do that. <laughs> We're not going to leave our phones at home and go get burners with cash, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, guys, let's move to outside the NHL. Now that you know what's happening inside the boards, time for the rest of the headlines with news from outside the boards. Also, quick shout out to my cousin Scott. Uh, yeah. we, he was the one who sent the uh, the pucks out on air light. We have we have dug yeah. out we have dug out the um, and a- after the show he texted me like, hey, did, and I was like, was it a light? Because it didn't come with anything. He said he was supposed to send it come with a note who it was from. And he said he was listening to the show and he was like, that's me. I did that. Yeah. It's me. <laughs> yeah. So we found out uh, we, Hey dude, we are super appreciate it. It's super it's, dope. Oh, it is so awesome, man. So, uh, so thanks a lot, Scott. We, we really appreciate the pucks out on air. Yeah. So um, you got us. man. So let's start it off. Future of Baker Mayfield. Uh, they're coming off their loss in a, a very ugly game against Pittsburgh. <laughs> what are your thoughts on the future of Baker Mayfield in the, in the NFL? Yeah, I mean, I think that he definitely has a, a future in the NFL, no doubt. I yeah. mean, I think a future in the NFL is a I mean, Joe Flacco is cur- still currently playing. Yeah, I mean, I think he has a future somewhere as a starter. And, I mean, where based on where the Browns are going to be drafting, I think, I mean, I, if I were Cleveland, I think I'd be keeping him around. There's nothing worse than tossing out a decent, yeah. not great, but decent uh, quarterback to get so nothing. So, I think that he will not just have a place in the NFL. I think with the right time and with the right location. I still like what I see from him. I think he can be a top five quarterback in this league. I think the biggest issue right now is the locker room where he is and the location and the team. I, I would dare Cleveland to get rid of him because you know what? I think if he goes somewhere else, he becomes the guy that we all thought he could be. Only, we, we saw glimpses of how great he can be. That's all right. That was where I was going to land on the glimpse. The glint. He's got to get outside out of his own head because glimpses don't matter. Yeah, no, for sure. Vince Young. Listen, was we saw we saw yeah. glimpses of greatness. Yeah, listen. Out of Vince and Young. again, look at the team. Vin, the team Vince Young was on. It's not the Titans of today. Look at what the Titans today did with Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill left. Ryan Tannehill's Miami. a good quarterback. Yeah, but a lot of people didn't think so when he was in Miami because the place he was, he wasn't being protected. The well, locker nobody, room wasn't great. Brian, you know, Adam Gase is the worst coach in the NFL, in my opinion. So, I mean, he's sha- he shadow that. coaching up in Cleveland. I never, I never thought that. Um, I, I always thought that he, he, they, they definitely underutilized talent. 
I mean, I saw something last night that's got to change or there will never be. I mean, we've talked about, you know, short quarterbacks and that's always a narrative and, oh, he's only six foot. And I mean, Drew Brees was fantastic at six foot. Yeah. Drew Brees knew that he had to throw his ball, the, the ball higher. Uh, yeah. I mean, we, how many in the first quarter alone, there's like four batted balls at the, at the yeah. line. When you're only six foot, you've got to learn how to, how to, yeah, and how he's to still, he's, listen, that. I, nobody's arguing that. Baker Mayfield has to work on Baker Mayfield. He has to want to change. And I think he has that want. This is a man who walked on twice to two different teams in college and won the Heisman Trophy and went number one overall. He kn- he has a work ethic. Hey, look, he knows how to work. I don't think that he doesn't know how to work. I mean, that's that's not the but I, I think that here. I think the issue is there need there two there are two options that need to change. Drastically, the people around him and the uh, culture that he's in, or he just needs to go to a different team. I don't, and when I say that, I mean he'll have a new uh, quarterback coach. He'll have the people around him who help him because no quarterback at the professional level is going to be able to make these changes with himself and himself alone. He needs he needs help from quarterback. They had a in in my 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 point. They had a they have a better football team, or at least a better offense this year than they did last year when they went to the playoffs. I mean, I just don't. There has been. There, there, there I don't is, see how you could look at the yards, at the penalties, at the I'm sacks. On paper, they look like the, they're a better football team. By, are you talking about like I? I, I don't by like, metrics why, of the players, the players that they have. Sure, yeah, the and, players. And, but like, I mean, they listen. They they law. I mean, I think a big issue was that they could not get OBJ to be OBJ. OBJ is we saw it. We've seen it with him with the Rams. OBJ is a difference maker where he goes and they could not get that out of him for whatever I think reason. The pro- well, I think more of the problem on that is, is that he's a diva and Baker Mayfield being a great quarterback is, is beside the point. He's not the guy that's going to support two big time receivers. And Jarvis Landry is in the better position for, for what Baker Mayfield is. And it's that completion quarterback yeah. to get completion. Yeah. And I just want to clear up. I, I think some people might home might hear you say the word diva. And if, and if and if you and I are on the same track, I don't think there's anything wrong with a receiver being a diva. You're I a think wide, it's no. You're, you're a wide receiver. And, you're a wide receiver. Not, and yeah. Like Jerry Rice. I mean, all these guys, they're deep. Like no, if they're, that's the one position where you can, you're supposed to be diva. You're supposed to be think you're the best person on that, that field at that, all time. That and cornerbacks. I mean, yeah. you're supposed to run about. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying I, that was not derogatory. Yeah, no, I know it wasn't. I wanted to clear it up for the people at home. Didn't think that we were being derogatory. I personally think if you want to be He's a great a receiver in this league, you got to be a diva. Yeah. I mean, the greatest, you know, the, the greatest receivers generally just have that attitude. They yeah. think I'm going to go up against this top-notch cornerback and I'm going to catch the football because yeah. he's not. I yeah, that's that's beside the point. I just don't think he's the guy that supports two big time. Yeah, and receivers. I agree with that and I think that, you know, I think that the thought the, there was a good thought process cuz there was last year, you know, Baker Mayfield had the 10th best quarterback rating in the league. That is a great number to have when you've got guys like Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady and at the time Drew Brees is uh you know slinging the ball but then this season he's 27th that is not okay and you know listen I think that I I I think that people will either be very right or very wrong with Baker Mayfield and I think the next two years of his career are going to have a huge impact of the next 10 years of of him. He is either going to find out he's either going to wind up being a Joe Flacco without the Super Bowl year where it's mediocre and you're becoming a Ryan Fitzpatrick or he becomes a Drew Brees and he becomes maybe maybe he gets one Super Bowl. Maybe he doesn't make it to the championship game. Maybe he doesn't make it to the Super Bowl, but he becomes a amazing quarterback 
that will easily be a, a great. And I think that he has the talent. He just needs to find a way to put that talent on the field. Yeah, I mean, and they got another year to make this call. I mean, he's and he's con- what does scare me next year. I oh, is he, I thought he, I thought his contract ended. So yeah, that no, does scare me that on okay, that does scare me that he has not already have a contract but i think a, he does he has oh, a fat contract no no no. for going like after next year like i think that's the point i think you gotta see what yeah. is, what's what i mean he's and he gets a he gets a fat paycheck yeah. uh 2022 his base salary is 18.8 yeah i mean, so, I mean that's good money yeah. and you gotta now you gotta go out now, and that speaking to you browns fans out there all com- seven of you guys coming listen up coming from a washington football fan who has dealt with Actually bad quarterbacks. Many, many times you cannot continually hound Baker Mayfield and his loved ones on social media and call and, and, and talk shit about him all day and all night. You can't hound him in public and throw things at him at public because you lose a football game. It cannot happen. Just pretend it, it's the last 35 years yeah, of your life. You can't say things like, <laughs> I would I, I prefer the years when we didn't win at all to the years when we are in the contention for a playoff game at the last game of the season. Keep it up. I mean, because you, you know what's going to happen? Your franchise quarterback is going to leave and then you are going to be stuck in a position where where you are going zero and seventeen, one and six, like that's gonna happen. So be more like, listen. There are teams out there where you can. Well, you should never throw things at a player, but you can talk shit about how bad a quarterback is. Washington has done it many a times. Uh, and I mean, crap. I'm My sure the Browns could have done make it. Sure, always make sure you're gonna, you know, whatever you're throwing out, you you whatever you're bringing in is gonna yeah. be better or have the potential to be better. Because if he does leave, guess what? This season, this year of quarterbacks are not great. If you wind up with Ritter from Cincinnati, I don't think Ritter is going to be a great NFL player. We'll see, you know. But I don't think this year's draft is uh, the the analysts have already said this is not a great draft year for for football for NFL. So we'll see what happens. Uh, but let's move on. Uh, you know, speaking of divas as receivers, Antonio Brown walks off the field during the Jets game. I got to say one of the craziest things I've seen on the at a game on oh, TV yeah. that I have never seen. That is the kind of thing that people like people like now it, it's become a verb like, oh, I Antonio Brown to this job. I've Antonio Brown to job at Food Line before. You know, when I was a freshman in college, I was like, the dude was talking to me. He's like, oh, well, I mean, if you want to be in my, the manager is talking to me. He's like, well, if you want to be in my position in 10 years from now, I'll be a manager at a food lion. I need your loyalty. And I was like, yeah, this ain't going to happen, man. I'm stacking Lunchables right now, bro. Like, I'm not. You can't be coming at me with the hardcore when I got the pizza. When like, I got the pizza in my uh, hand, and he, and he was like, oh, and by the way, I can't give you off the days you have. I was like, but I have class. And like, you know, I'm like, I'm a student. He's like, yeah, but like. But you're not going to He be. was legit like, well, have you thought about going a different way with your career? I mean, you don't need like instead of school, take a take up a trade like food line. Like <laughs> a first tra- off, a trade. That's not a trade, <laughs> buddy. You're not. They're not. This isn't a trade, dude. Like, I'm not saying that all jobs don't need, you know, have skill that you learn. Yeah. You learn the job. But a trade would be like carpentry, bro. Like <laughs> not not stock boy at food line. Like, yeah. Which like, first off, I was already mad because I was not hired for this. I was hired in the meat department, uh, like in the butcher. Bet you were. Yeah, I was hired in the butcher shop. <laughs> and you were jazzed. Yeah. You were jazzed up. <laughs> and the old German guy who spoke no English was supposed to teach me how to be a butcher. I was like, I didn't sign up for that. And he's like, 
No, you said uh, I'll trade. Be, that would be a trade. Yeah, you, if you're being a, butcher, a butcher, you're a trade. But that's then they're like, man. "Well, you know, we, he can do that himself." I was like, "That's not what you So I, I Antonio Brown that job. I left. You took your shirt off and you <laughs> threw it into the crowd. Yeah, and I hyped up the crowd. I hyped up the Jets fans that were there. <laughs> well, yeah, I loved it. Yeah, that was my favorite. Was yeah, when he was hyping them up. And, and the like, crowd actually like the crowd. Yeah. The best part was that the crowd actually that was the hypest I've seen the Jets crowd all year. Oh my gosh, that they was, that that was actually like. That's like a the tough videos. L for them, man. That's a tough L yeah. for them. 93, 93 yards with, uh, you know, I think I was out there. I think I caught a couple passes. The best part is, is that, like, you see, like, Jets fans, like, and they actually interviewed some. They were like, well, yeah, we gave Tom Brady the ball two minutes. Like, we knew. He's been doing this to us for years. This was not what did even, we ex- <laughs> this isn't even something that we haven't seen in the last it's like, four years. We could have given him 30 seconds and we could have expected this, but we gave them two, like, Two minutes, like a minute. Well, you gave them a minute and 50 seconds too long. Yeah, yeah I mean, it was, it was, I, I mean, we could have gone out there and caught passes on that drive. Yeah. Like, it was not. You know, what's funny is, uh, speaking of that, so I was, um, I almost said Plaxico Burris. Uh, what's his name? Blacks and Berrios. I was setting up my DFS line and I was like, do I want Blacks over? Uh, I almost put him in. And in fact, right like 10 minutes before I, or I guess the night before I set my line, I was like, no. Did he I, have a good week, too? Oh, he had like two, he had two touchdowns, like 150 yards. Yeah, that's like been like the past three weeks. So. Yeah. And ever, I was like, he's not going to do it again. It's, uh, but yeah. So anyway, Antonio Brown walks off the field. I, I don't know what to think about this, man, because obviously this is a man who entire life was ruined by Vontez perfect. Yeah, perfect is uh, uh I mean, terrible, man. That I mean, listen, and I see a lot of people, a lot of and I know you're not on the social media, but there's a lot of social media discourse whenever somebody tries to say that Antonio Brown needs help that he shouldn't be offered help because of his past sins and the things he's done wrong and um. two things can be true. A, Antonio Brown is a horrible human being who has done reprehensible things that he needs he should be accounted for. He has admitted to things. On the other hand, the same thing can be true is that he needs help. He has he is he having had, a he's he's played he played a game, a dangerous game for our entertainment. Yeah. And for a long time he has was taken the top yeah. of that game to the point where people are taking him number one overall yeah. in fantasy. And we never we got even the, when we he's got not, the little yeah. divinist. Even, we got the little even when he's stuff. not the the Antonio Brown, he was still catching balls in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, and so so he 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 gave us a lot of entertainment over the years. It it is this beyond you and I as fans yeah. or any of this is a in a NFL responsibility. This yeah. is the problem with that everybody has, with and, the, and they will ignore it. Yeah, and they will ignore it, and they will they will talk about oh well, you know the rapes and the assaults, but they won't talk about that. Only when it's convenient, yeah. they'll talk about it. You but know, it's not, so. it, and it, it is becoming an issue where you know, Megan and my wife and I, we, we've talked several times. You know, a couple of years ago, if you asked me, I would have loved to have. You know, if we have, if if we have a son or a daughter, I would love for them to play football. I never want my child to step on the on a football field. It's yeah, it, it's, it, you are you are taking years off their life. Hell, I am every day I wake up, I my knees hurt from playing high school football. Yeah, I couldn't imagine what these professional athletes wear every day. They are treated like gladiators. And uh, that hit on They'd probably work out a little better than we do. A little a little bit better. But still, uh, but yeah, still. but like the hit that he took from Perfect, that wow, that, that 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 should, for many people that would have been a career, that should have been a career ender. Well, I mean, the second time and, and the problem was is they just let Vontez Perfect do it over and yeah. over and over again. Try to break people's legs and try yeah. to not just having fun and like not having football fun and really want yeah. to get a big hit, dude. He was his his goal was to make sure that that yeah. player didn't 
Stand I mean, and, and the problem is we have we have we we have actual evidence of teams like and Sean Payton putting bounties on people to hurt them. Yeah. And we just forget that sometimes. And we, we don't realize that at the end of the day, these players, they need help. They the fact is his brain is damaged You're from not, you. And the, you see people I'm like, well, one hit's not going to damage it. Well, hey, one hit can damage you drastically. And it wasn't just one hit. It was years of taking big hits. And so. Doing crappy things and needing help are not mutually exclusive. Yeah. And are separate worlds from one another. And, you know, the the only sincere thing that I've seen, you know, I've seen a lot of, you know, people come out. But, you know, Tom Brady came out and said, you know what? I care for Antonio Brown. I love Antonio Brown. They're getting married, I heard. Yeah. <laughs> um, he kissed them on the, on the lips. They kissed They made out. Um, it was hot. Yeah. That was actually uh, Showtime, though. That was not... That was not uh, Red Zone. I didn't see that. <laughs> Eight hours of uninterrupted making out with Tom Brady. <laughs> Antonio Brown does a porno. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I mean, listen. Now, I will say that the one thing that I don't like is that Antonio Brown... Sh- more than just leaving your team or whatever or the fans is how he this how he did Tom Brady. Tom Brady is the reason Antonio Brown got a third a second or third chance in this league. He brought him into his house and he put his neck out for Antonio Brown. Is that is that did he bring him into his house because nobody would move any of Antonio Brown stuff for fear of getting assaulted potentially? <laughs> They're true. Yeah. <laughs> no, again, see, but that's all that funny stuff. That's this is haha funny, but it goes beyond. Look, I mean, bad guy or not, don't yeah. do you want him to keep doing this dumb stuff? Because this is not helping is how you how it continues. Yeah. You know, that's how it continued. Somebody will give him a chance next year because he's a dominant athlete and winning is the only thing that matters. And we're gonna have it all over again. And we're gonna see the same thing on fantasy football Reddit. And NFL Reddit can't believe we trusted Antonio Brown, and he's done it to you time and time again. I didn't say anywhere. Yeah, it's time that you want you either got to help him and or yeah. not help him and understand that this is going to continue. Yeah, and so I honestly, when Tom Brady came out uh, yesterday and said that he is going to reach out and he is going to do his best to get Antonio Brown help. I believe that because, you know what, a lot of people like to hate on Tom Brady, you know, ver, you know, oh, the deflate gate and all that stuff, which, by the way, I am looking forward to the man in the arena. I want to watch that. Yeah. Uh, it, but everyone has come out, has, has said even players on the Patriots who like maybe like was spent their entire year. Like, I think James Harrison did it. James Harrison spent his entire year at Pittsburgh did one year and he literally went in and, and thought, you know what, I'm going to see if Tom Brady is a phony in the locker room. He even said, Tom Brady's the greatest teammate in the world. This morning, Shannon Sharp said that if he could play for one quarterback, uh, uh, it would be Tom Brady because Tom Brady's the guy who will run through a wall for you at any minute, any time of the day. And so I believe Tom Brady when Tom Brady says he's going to sure. find help for Antonio Brown. Sure. And I hope that he gets that I'm not that a Tom help. Brady fan. I don't think he's a bad guy. Yeah. I think they're two separate entities. Yeah. From one you don't like him the same way you don't like Alabama football. You know what I mean? Well, no, no. no. <laughs> I, I don't like Alabama football much deeper than okay. that. Okay. Tom Brady is a uh, uh, momentary lapse of time in my head. No matter how long <laughs> it happens in the NFL, eventually You hate him the same as end. Nissan Arena. Like, of, yeah, exactly. 100%. <laughs> you got it. You, you hit the nail on I the understand head. that now. I'm going to let you hit this one even though you did the Antonio one. Yeah. Uh, Washington football team to, I say possibly, they said they will. We'll see what happens. Released uh, the rebrand, which is a new name and new logo on February t- 2nd of this year. They decide was the commanders or something. I don't think we know yet. They haven't done okay, anything. They haven't told yeah, us. Yeah. I mean, it. but I did see people saying they might've locked out the red wolves. They don't, they said they, I think people uh, found out that it's not going to be the red wolves. So we'll see how that works. I mean, I hope Glad it's not the commanders, but yeah, was it? Was it, yeah. I mean, 
I can't remember where we landed on. I, I quite frequently I landed find on that myself, I like what Washington football team. I, we, I know we landed there, but on of the others, we I quite frequently find myself probably I'm sure lots of people at home have it as well having different of a different opinions on this show yeah. <laughs> from like weeks to weeks. Yeah, you know, Just I whatever sounds good at the moment. I don't know what my opinions. Well, are. I need to know what other people's opinions are to base on exactly. how I feel about them sometimes. Exactly. Uh, this one's me. Titans into the number one seed because of uh, the Bengals winning the AFC North against the Chiefs. Uh, locked up the AFC South. Can lock up the one seed next week with a win against uh, Houston, which oh. is, I mean, awesome. Except now, for we've already lost to Houston. Now, yeah. So, and I literally saw someone's like, mm, Titans can lock up uh, the bye week with the. Uh, but remember, we did it last year. We yeah. locked it up last you know, year. And everyone's like, and all the Titans are like, nothing could go up. Nothing could possibly go wrong with this, right? The Titans right. couldn't possibly tighten it up and decide. To, Not last year. Two years ago, remember, we did this when we were in Dallas. We actually saw the Titans play Houston on week 17. Oh, and we yeah. actually ended up winning. So I'm really hoping, because that would be, I mean, we talked about it earlier this year. How huge would it be for Derrick Henry to get that number one seed? And I, I basically... You know, chalked it up as uh, something that would not happen, and you were adamant that it definitely could, and uh, you were the right one here. I told you, hey, this is one of the few times that I hope that you're right, uh, and you were. I mean, it's a possibility now to get that number one seed, and is awesome for Derrick Henry and the Titans. Now, you- question, uh, and I've seen a lot of different opinions. I think what I saw when uh, all mine was like fifty-fifty. Should Derrick Henry, if Derrick Henry's ready to go this last week, should he play or sit him? No, yeah, I not agree. on a foot, not a, not with a foot. Nobody wants yeah. because uh, imagine how bad. Like if he d- takes a bad hit to the knee, all it could. T- I mean, when you're Derrick Henry, you're recovering from maybe like if, if it was an upper body something or another, yeah, like a hand or something. Kind of see, yeah. see how he flows maybe put him in, like, and I mean, I wouldn't mind them putting him in for like one or two maybe passing plays just to get him some reps and some blocking. And he just, but even then, I wouldn't first do thing, it. First thing that's going to happen is uh, a defensive lineman is going to jam onto that foot on purpose. Yeah. And I mean, it's going to happen. Houston, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, well, it's going to happen in the playoffs too i mean yeah these give him another week guys. listen guys like derrick henry they don't need reps they've yeah. got the reps i think that the six foot six 255 pounds monster that uh can top out at about 30 miles an hour i think he'll probably be fine uh without a, a game you know yeah. i think he'll probably make it he'll he'll figure it out he'll figure out the football game so uh Bengals won the afc north i kind of incorporated that in that was the one team that Never got any mention of the three North teams uh, to potentially win by us. But congratulations, Burrow and Jamar Chase. With a, with a better than last year, but a still trash offensive line. That yeah. offensive line is I believe garbage. they broke the record for most yards as an NFL duo that were also teammates in college. Yes, they I, yeah, yeah, I saw they that. NFL I, record. That well, I mean, I mean, Joe Burrow. Dude, dude's dropped about a, a 1K over the past couple weeks. Yeah. <laughs> there are some people that will never sm- sniff a 1,000 yards passing in their entirety of careers. He had a third of it in one game. It, that's what I'm saying, man. Yeah. Uh, one game, uh, kill, killer performance. I'm excited to see them in the playoffs. I don't think they'll go far. I don't think that they have the team that's uh, set, or set up I for it. I, I don't think they're a Super Bowl team, but... No, no, I don't I think could, they're going to go far. I could, they could see, win a game. I could see them sneaking into the conference championship with a guy yeah, like maybe. Jamar Chase. Yeah, I mean, yes. I mean, any any of the teams that make it to the playoffs have a chance of being a Super Bowl team. It's just less likely. I, I just don't see – I think that uh, the defensive lines that they'll face are going to be much more yeah. prolific than, than what yeah. they have been. Before seen. we do leave off, uh, wa- uh, FedEx Field and, and for Washington – 
failed yet again. They've already twice this year they've dumped uh, literal shit on people when their pipes have bursted. Nice. Uh, and this time, uh, some Eagles fans, Jalen Hurts after the game was walking down the tunnel, a bunch of Eagles fans were like jumping, and then the thing like the ball, oh yeah, it saw fell that. and they almost fell. Imagine if they had hurt. Did you see? But but you saw how they fixed it, right? They zip tied it up. Yeah, their pictures. They zip- well, the best part is is that they uh, some of the people have contacted. So, uh, Washington said that we they offered all everyone there medical assistance. Every single one of the people said that not only did they not talk to anyone about medical assistance, they were at the first thing they're asked is, "Are you planning on contacting an attorney? If you are, we have to ask you to leave." I mean, that look. If that's your first question, and then I'm asked to leave, you best believe. The answer is yes. <laughs> on the way out, I'm gonna find like seven yeah, advertisements for personal for personal injury injury lawyers. I'm looking up. I'm seeing Morgan and Morgan right here. It's <laughs> it's up on the wall. Like you guys are getting wrecked right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm it, about to own. And a better question is, as someone whose family was a season tickets, they've been raising season ticket prices for every year by a yeah, lot. That's when you say, hey. We got you. Your season tickets are ours. Uh, we're gonna pay for them. For well, it was all Philly years. fans who fell. That's well. I mean, yeah, you get so. them season tickets or something. You do something. You do more than hey. You gotta call an attorney because <laughs> if so, you gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> they're like they're Philly fans. They didn't even. They were thinking about beating you up. They didn't even think about attorney yet. Yeah. But they're like okay. Well, that's a good idea. <laughs> you really? Yeah. <laughs> I, I just couldn't imagine the out the the absolute outfall if. Jalen Hurts had gotten hurt for that, like bro, because they just made the playoffs with that win. Mm-hmm. You know, Dan Snyder would have been like, "Well, uh, I guess uh, I'm gonna leave this to my cousin now," because he's already said, "Hey, I'm no, I'm, I'm no longer keeping total control of the of Washington. My wife is taking the other fifty percent." <laughs> I got Steve Schneider over here. <laughs> <laughs> just brought him in. Uh, found the Snyder. Uh, uh, all right, guys. Uh, so, like we said, like we said a couple times, January fifteenth, we have got our watch party. So we've got an interview with Brian Bailey, President and CEO of Seven Element Athletics. Let's go on over to that. All right, guys, we're here today with Brian Bailey, the President and CEO of Seven Element Athletics. How are you doing today, Brian? Pretty good. How are you doing? Oh, pretty good. Just living the dream. Uh, you know, a bunch of snow. Uh, so the roads were not for, not for me. I didn't get much snow. Um, apparently, everybody else did. Brian, you get any snow, man? Yeah, I mean, we got a little bit of snow. Uh, nothing too crazy. Uh, just a little dusting and then uh, a little bit on the little bit on the driveway. We didn't have to shovel anything. So it's good. Uh, yeah, I live I live about an hour south of uh, Nashville. And I think we got about six or seven inches at the end of uh, when all said and done. So I was not expecting to you know make the drive up here and see nothing on the ground. Uh, yeah, no, I actually live up in Clarksville. So we had. OK, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I was I was impressed that we had I think we had a little bit more than than Nashville even had, you know, because we're so far north. Right. Yeah, we didn't we didn't have a ton. Um, apparently, when this episode releases on Thursday, there's a, it's supposed to be more snow. So this this whole conversation yeah. <laughs> could be really weird for the yeah. folks when they're looking outside. They're like, there's snow everywhere. <laughs> um, but, yeah. Last week, we're all running around in Speedos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cri- Christmas time. I felt like it was uh, the scene from Christmas Vacation when when they're when he's imagining the pool. You know? <laughs> right. Right. But all right, guys, as you all know, on January 15th, uh, we will be hosting a, a watch party at Mayday Brewery for the Predators versus the Bruins. And with us uh, will be Seven Element. We'll be having some raffles, some door prizes. We'll have a spinning wheel. Uh, all proceeds will go to help them and their goal of helping vets and first responders find a, a path to organized hockey and sports. Brian, why, why don't you give us a little bit of history about how you got started with Seven Element? 
Yeah, so uh, it was around 2018, and I was uh, active duty military up at the 101st uh, Fort Campbell, and uh, there was a group of guys that we were that I was I actually worked with, and they said something like they were like, uh, "Hey, we're gonna uh, we're gonna head down, we're gonna do some skating this weekend." And I was like, "Skating? What are you talking about? Like, there's no there's no skating. This is Nashville." And they were like, "No, no, no. I'm telling you, it's a huge scene. You need to come check it out. It's a bunch of veterans." They were like, "You play hockey?" And I was like, "Yeah," because I I grew up playing. Um, so we all stumbled down to, uh, down in Nashville. And then, um, there was a couple groups, uh, veterans that were kind of organizing, sort of not organizing. There was one actual organization, but it was kind of, kind of odd and things didn't really work out there. Um, it kind of collapsed in the, in the area, but so what ended up happening was all of these guys, when this organization collapsed, um, you know, they were kind of left out in the lurch because this is, this is what they do. This is their this is how they socialize. This is how they, uh, you know, they work through some of their issues. So, um, so one of them looked at me and was like, Hey, what are you going to do? And I said, you know, what do you mean? What am I going to do? Like, what, what are we going to do? And they were like, no, you're the, you're the guy you got to figure it out. So, uh, we, uh, we all uh, kind of got together and, uh, I had a bunch of, uh, a bunch of combat pay that I'd saved up over nine combat tours and, uh, to talk to the wife a little bit and told her, Hey, this is, um, this is what I want to do with this money. And she was like, this doesn't make any sense. I think you should do it. And, you know, I'll <laughs> yeah, back gotta, you 110% on whatever it is. Gotta, gotta love amazing. the support from the, from the boss. Yeah, what yeah. I imagine like, is the know, boss of the household, right? All your money and it's not going to make any sense, but I love you. So have at it. But, uh, so I threw everything I had into it. And, uh, so over the next, you know, couple of months, I just built a basic construct of seven element and, uh, got, got it going, got our 501c3. So there were a, a uh, licensed charity and got our charitable solicitation license here in Davidson County and off we went. That's all. I mean, we, it's funny. we told, I told Bobby when he told me you were going to be coming on for, for the show and for an interview, I, I was not really sure how we were going to sell it because we in general are not uh, good charitable people. So I was not sure <laughs> if the folks that listen to us would, uh, would enjoy, you know, talking to you. I'm obviously kidding. We were, we were super excited to, to work with you, man. That sounds like such a great uh, organization uh, to be a part of. So how yeah, many, we like it. Uh, so how many people, you know, obviously you guys have a bunch of people in the natural area. Do you guys, uh, you know, do work outside of middle Tennessee and, uh, how, you know, how can people find you if they're not in the middle Tennessee area? Well, so unfortunately, right. Unfortunately, we're not really anywhere outside of the middle Tennessee area, but um, what we do have is we've got a lot of members that have come here, uh, become members of seven element. And then we've got a lot of active duty military. So they transition, you know, all over the world. Right. But they sort of bring seven element with them. So we continue to support them once they've gone beyond uh, the, the, the national program here. Um, so we started with 22, 22 members. Our first event was Labor Day, I think 2018. And we had, I think, 22 members total. Um, and then, you know, a few, a few months later, we had, you know, 300. And the next thing I know, we were, you know, pushing the 800 mark. Now we're over. We've got just north of 1,200 members, um, which is pretty insane to think about yeah. where we came from in 2018, going from 20. 20 veterans that were getting together to just mutually support each other to 1200, um, creating a network of multiple programs now and spread out all over the world. Uh, as a matter of fact, we just had a, somebody had just sent us some, some video. Apparently uh, they found a ice rink somewhere in South Korea and we're rocking their seven element jerseys and playing against some of the, uh, the local Korean military, which I thought was great. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, that is awesome. Now, I mean, you've mentioned, 
one of our favorite things uh, in jerseys. Is this something that you have to be a member of the organization to get, or could we buy and rep these jerseys as well? Because I mean, now, so that's the thing. So we we don't. Um, if you see somebody in one of our jerseys, they're either a member or they are a supporter that is is um, has has from the very beginning has been there and kind of gotcha. on board yeah. and, and helping us some way, you know, way they've earned it. And, and you, and in basically, they've earned that, they've earned yeah. the Jersey, you know, and, and, and usually if they're not, a, if they're not a veteran or first responder and they're wearing a Jersey, that means we bought it for them. So they did something really special. Right. So, I mean, from what you're telling me is, and, and all of these guys could just beat us up. So we're not, <laughs> we're not getting one of these is what you're, is what you're getting at. Right. Can we're we not getting a sweater, bud? Can we can we stand behind you and then maybe Photoshop your head out and it looks like we're wearing the sweater loopholes? <laughs> we're all about we those loopholes, man. I, I think there's a few there's a few uh, there's a few white jerseys in in uh, in the pro shop Perfect. here. I'll just go grab a sharpie and oh, okay. See, that yeah. sounds like better a customized jersey yeah. from Brian himself. Sounds much better that's than right. that. that's how we do our custom jerseys. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, you know, I uh, I did my first couple of years of college at Austin P, which you know is right up there uh, in, yep. in Clarksville, and so I went. You know, a bunch of fraternity brothers, you know, who you know are military guys. Uh, so I'm definitely going to put that into some chats. Uh, you know, actually, a, one of you know he was actually one of my groomsmen. He, he I think he was uh, uh, one on one, and now he's a cop in Murfreesboro. Shout out to Devin Sorensen. So yeah, uh, nice. you know, let them know. Yeah, I'll let them know, and I'm sure. You know, I'm hoping to see a bunch of you guys uh, out, a bunch of your guys out at the event. You know, fill, pack that place up. It should be a, fu- a really fun time. Uh, you know, if you you know chiropractors, you know chiropractor stuff. You know, if, I'm sure in that group of guys, you know, between hockey players and vets and first responders, you know, there's going to be a uh, someone. Yeah, there's going to be a, a tattoo gift it. card for a place in Murfreesboro. There Something tells go. me that group might like to get in some tattoos. I know I do. Yep. Put, yep. Free, or free, you know, food and drink at a Preds game. I'm sure people will enjoy that. Yeah. Oh, we're going to be giving out some Preds hey, tickets. Free is beer. That correct? Is free. Yeah. We'll give it you know, so we'll be giving it, uh, raffling off some all inclusive zone tickets now in the Yingling flight zone, I think it's called. Uh, so obviously you also are, you know, you, you work with the Preds. How closely does Seven Element work with the, the National Predators? No. So we, we've got an amazing partnership with them. Um, they, they support us in just about any way we, we would ask. Um, not to mention, they they get the mission. They understand what we're doing. A lot of them, you know, have been down and seen some of the skates and been there with the guys and seeing how much we do. And, um, you know, they're they're big on our whole. Uh, one of the big things is, is we, we've got a huge staff, but no, none of them get paid. So every everybody's a volunteer. It doesn't matter who you are, to include myself. So, um, you know, that's one of the big things they were talking about, how you know for a fact that, you know, whatever support they have is going to go directly to the veterans and first responders. That's um, awesome. And so, yeah, so we, we kind of got tied in on that. And then uh, they also help us out quite a bit with, uh, with, with tickets to the games and we've got a ticket program. So like if somebody is, somebody's a season ticket holder and they're looking to, um, they're looking to, uh, get, they can't go to the game for whatever reason. Um, and, you know, it's even if it's the day of the game, they can donate their tickets to seven element and we make sure it gets in the hands of a, a veteran, a first responder. Um, and they've, they've been amazing too. just, you know, getting us either getting us tickets or, you know, just getting us in the building and then, you know, some amazing meet and greets with, with some of the players, et cetera. But yeah, I mean, we're, I would say we're, we're, we're pretty close. <laughs> Me, you know, my, my dad was a chief of police in the DC area and, I myself, I went. I got my firefighter one. Do you guys do a, a firefighter versus cops games ever? 
we, you know, it's we have such a mixed bag of, of everybody being veterans and first responders and police. We haven't done that yet, but what we have done is we've set up some games that are like Nashville Fire versus Seven Element, right? Yeah. Um, okay. So I mean, we're kind of we're kind of cheating because we throw some firefighters <laughs> on the team too. So it's firefighter on firefighter, which is funny. But um, yeah, I mean, we 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 love stuff like that, and uh, we do a lot of stuff with the alumni too. So. We uh, we'll we'll do veterans versus we'll do pros versus Joes as we call it. That's awesome. Yeah, because I was actually thinking, you know, I think a, a fun thing that I'm sure a lot of people want to go see, you know, you, you, with so many members doing an army versus navy, and then you know, firefighters versus cops tournament, and I think I think that you know that would be great to go see. I'd love to go see it. We I'd love to go see. It. I'd love to be you know an MC <laughs> potentially at the event. Yeah. That would be that would be you know perfect to get right in there. I mean, it sounds like you guys yeah. are doing a whole lot for. Uh, for uh, for a lot of those that that kind of get pushed under the rug, um, so to speak, when they when they come back home or um, or they're they're having trouble. So I mean uh, that that's so great. Uh, that was one of our big things when we were picking the charity for this this watch party was. Well, we want to make sure that whatever we're earning, whatever little we can earn, is going back into our community, and most of that money is going back in there. So when 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 Bob came to me with you guys, I was, I was ecstatic. It was exactly what we were looking for. Yeah, that's awesome. We, you know, one of the great things we have about the program that I really, I really love watching. And it's one of the reasons people ask me all the time, they're like, you don't get paid. Like, what do you get out of it? I'm like, I get a lot out of it. So, so I get to, I get to see a lot of the experiences these guys have. So you've got, we've got active duty military. We've got guys that are transitioning out of the military and then guys that have transitioned out and they're veterans and they've been doing it, you know, for quite a long time, right? So they've been out and uh, doing their thing. And so you've got the guys that are active duty getting ready to transition. They're talking to the transition guys about what that looks like. Then you've got the people that are transitioning, which is actually th- that group of people is, you know, at most risk for something uh, negative to happen, right? So you've got these transitioning vet- veterans that are having conversations with the guys that are already out and established. And they're letting them know, you know, hey, you're going to be okay. I know you're, I know you're nervous about your transition and all that stuff, but as you can see, everything's going to be fine. They kind of mentor each other through, through those stages. And it's, it's, it's a pretty epic thing to see, especially in the locker room where, you know, we provide everything for all of our players. We, whether it's tape or skate sharpening, or we, you know, when you, when you walk into our locker rooms, like all the locker rooms, we try to set it up like the Preds locker room. Obviously we don't have like digital displays, but you know, we put their name plate up there. We put their Jersey there so that they know like they're only focused on the hockey and they're only focused on helping each other and having conversations. So it's, it's, it's a pretty amazing thing to see. You guys definitely have to come out to one of the skates. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. We're, we're already there. (laughs) Uh, We, this sounds so, this sounds uh, amazing. I mean, it's kind of like you said, it's kind of good to have those, those guys that have been there. Right. I mean, because right. nobody cares yep. what what Bobby and I have to say about you know uh, <laughs> I mean they do in a turn in sense of sports and and stuff that doesn't matter but I mean that's that's great to have that access for for them uh, you know and I didn't really realize I didn't realize what the process was like and how difficult it is even though I built Seven Element and uh, you know I had the idea on what it was going to do to help and I was watching people get helped along the way um, I was still active duty at the time so. I hadn't transitioned to myself. I thought I had a good idea of what it was like, but then when I actually did it after, you know, 21 years, I retired. Um, and then I had to go through the process myself and I realized exactly why, you know, a lot of people fall through the cracks in that time period. 
you know, we've, everybody says that when you're joining the military, there's a basic training for that, right? No matter what you're doing in the military, you're, there's a basic training and you're going to go and they teach you everything you need to know and they handle every inch of your life. But when you go to uh, move back into the civilian world, there's no basic training for that. And you would think, oh, well, you know, you started off as a civilian, but your entire existence has changed since you've, since you've been in the military and everything's kind of, um, it's not handled for you, but everything is a lot more structured. And then all of a sudden you're really on your own. You got to figure out your, you know, all the, all, all the adult things, right. We got to figure out like healthcare and we got to figure out jobs and got to pay bills and, you know, act like a normal human being in society. So it's just, it's kind of crazy to see how this process kind of happens. And then when I experienced it myself, I really did see how much of a support, uh, support group, my own organization was, you know, my own people helping me through the process. So it's, it's kind of an amazing thing to see. And it's an amazing thing to be in the locker room and listen to some of these guys' stories. They don't tell war stories um, specifically because everybody in the room, like nobody right. cares, right? It should be a big like, one-up contest, right? <laughs> thanking each other for their service. Right? They're, all like, <laughs> they're busy doing the locker room stuff. But, yeah. uh, you know, the, the stories you do hear are service stories, not war stories. So it's not like, oh, it's up to my neck and grenade pins, right? right? It's more like, Hey, you know, I, this situation happened while I was deployed that had to do with, you know, it's usually something funny or, you know, or hey, I was transitioning out and I couldn't get to the VA because of whatever. And then somebody will chime in with, oh, well, I know a guy. And then the networking starts to happen in the locker room and it's just, everybody's mutually supporting each other through it. And it's cool to just sit and sometimes I'll just walk into the locker. We get so many new members. A lot of people don't even know who I am, which is kind of nuts. <laughs> right. Um, but like, which I never thought would happen in a million years, but I'll go in and I'll just sit in the locker room and I'll just listen. And I, you know, it's kind of, we, we like to, what, what's said in the locker room and what's said in that environment stays in that environment. We don't let anything go outside of that, but just listening to them, it makes me want to write it down so bad because the truth is a lot of the stories sound so unbelievable. The truth you just make it a fiction. <laughs> just make it a fiction. Somebody could make up. So <laughs> hearing those stories, we you know, it's we we all sit around and laugh at it. And uh, but yeah, it's 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 an amazing thing. Like I said, we got to get you out here. Got to get you on the ice. Got to get a few free beers in you. Oh, uh, you, you're speaking our language, Brian. Okay, <laughs> you know right the, right the way to our heart. We, I would love to get absolutely wrecked by some by some vets, man, <laughs> on the ice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Something tells me that's a possibility that we could uh, we could make happen. Boom. All right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, hey, as long as we get to video it, because it's all about the content. Hey, we, right? we can raffle off, maybe sell off, you oh, know, a dollar a puck a that you get to shoot at Brandon. Oh, see, now, that, now hey, you we're know talking. What? I think we'd, yeah, I mean, we could probably make, we could make a couple million bucks on it. Oh, yeah. my goodness. People want to hit me with pucks for yeah. free. And uh, I've got my own pair so. of skates. I'll throw them on, but throw some gold. I'll sell, you know, getting shot with some pucks. This, this, we, you just made uh, about a thousand, but this guy's going to buy a thousand shots at me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I'll hit one, <laughs> but all right, guys, uh, once again, this has been Brian Bailey, president and CEO of seven element athletics. Uh, join us on January 15th at Mayday brewery for Preds watch party. We'll be raffling off a bunch of cool stuff, going to a great cause. Brian, it's been great having you on the show. You want to, um, hey, yeah. And so much for having me. Of course. And don't forget, you can find them online on Twitter at, at seven element six. Uh, so go check them out. Give them a follow. Brian, well, we look forward to talking to you again and seeing you soon. All right, we'll see you out there, and uh, if you guys can keep up with the beer drinking. Oh, we're, oh. that we can keep up with, the, the pucks. I'm not going to be able to keep up with that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks a ton, man. We appreciate you, brother. All right, buddy. Thanks.
That, that was Brian Bailey with Seven Element uh, Athletics. Great guy, great cause. Looking forward to that event. We're going to get, you know, we're, we want to be, we want to do good through the transitive property. We personally don't yeah. do good, but we get people that do good. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, it is time for Games of the Week. Let's get into it. Games of the Week. Bobby and Brandon do the work so you don't have to. The best from around the NHL and what to watch. All right. With a score update, I am 38, 16, and 3. Bondo sitting at 30, 25, and 2. So not great. Uh, Not doing well. Last week, I think I went... Four, four and one. one. Four and one. Yep. Four and one. Almost had the perfect week. I went one, three and one. Uh, not great there, Bob. But I'll tell you, it was super awesome talking to uh, to Brian. Man, I'm super. Yeah. I'm super pumped about that watch party. And uh, I mean, you you know, you deserve this win. You've been you've been whooping me all year. It's not over yet. Remember <laughs> last year, uh, you did a massive comeback on yeah. me. Uh, so uh, hopefully, I can I can make that happen. But why don't you start us off, bud? All right. On Thursday, I've got a great rivalry, Pittsburgh versus Philly. It should be an absolute knockdown drag out fight. I think they keep it close, but I think Pittsburgh takes the W. Nice. So I got the Wild playing the Bruins. I think this should be a great, uh, a great little battle. I'm going to go Wild coming off that t- tough loss um, at the the Winter Classic. I'm going to go with the, actually going with the Bruins here. 6 p.m. Wednesday, or I'm sorry, Thursday the 6th on ESPN. So uh, going Bruins here. Nice. Um, on Saturday uh, at, uh, at 6 p.m., uh, I'm sorry, at Friday at 6 p.m., I've got Calgary and Carolina. I think Calgary uh, whew, with Johnny Gaudreau, Jacob Markstrom, just lighting it up, but I think Carolina's just too strong for them, and I got Carolina taking it. Great choice. Uh, I got the other Friday game. This is NHL Network. Caps playing the Blues. Uh, you got a nice W with those blue that Blues win at the Winter's, Winter Classic. Ooh, I hated every minute uh, of it. I hated every minute of it for you. I am going to have the Caps. Uh, this is Friday the 7th at 7 p.m. NHL Network. Uh, so for those of you that get that, uh, go over and watch the Caps beat the Blues. But since I'm calling it, it will definitely be the Blues. Week, so. <laughs> uh, or don't get postponed. Yeah. <laughs> over on Saturday uh, at 6 p.m., I've got Leafs uh, in Denver taking on the Avs. Honestly, both these teams looking good. I think this comes down to home ice advantage. I've got the Avs taking this one. Yeah, good. Should be a good battle. I have for my first Saturday game, my Saturday game, uh, Panthers, Panthers, Hurricanes. Uh, I'm excited. That's going to be a good game. Easily the best game on the slate. I, I gave you the choice on Friday for that very purpose. Uh, so I can steal (laughs) this game. Uh, I have the Canes winning. I I feel like I unfortunately am going to pick the Canes because I, I feel like they're going to lose that Calgary game or they're going to lose this Florida game. They're going to lose one of those two in my mind. Um, I'm hoping for my sake, it's obviously the the Calgary game they they uh, they lose, but uh, Panthers Hurricanes Saturday the eighth at six p.m. Uh, you talked about the the Rangers being uh, the top seed. Well, they've got thirty four games played, and one point behind them is the Hurricanes with thirty one games played. So yeah. best best real best team in the NHL right now. Yeah. Um. All right. Moving on to the only Sunday game, uh, Stars versus Blues. I cannot stomach taking the Blues once again. So I'm gonna just 
take the stars and uh, hope something gets good gets going down there in Dallas or wherever. I think it's, it's in St. Louis. In yeah. St. Louis. But yeah, I like that pick, uh, though. I think the stars can definitely go out. So that, that is game. a 1 p.m. Uh, puck drop. So that should be it's the only game on that day. So uh, right in the middle of football. So Yeah, I mean, right in the middle of football. But football for you, depending on who you are, could be finito you know if you don't care about anything but fantasy boom hot yeah. you're in you know it's also the last week of red zone last week of red zone and i'll i'll be watching red zone oh, but yeah. i don't need to anymore yeah. you know it's not a it's not a uh, not a need maybe your team's clinched up and you'd rather watch some or you stars have a, blues the, the what we hate you know seeing is the week 18 championship yeah yeah i mean hopefully i actually thought that it was going to be bad i really loved the way that it was set up with 14 15 and uh, and or i'm sorry 15 16 and 17 being available and i mean next week there's only a couple teams that have even clinched and very little the packers are the only team that clinched the one seed right uh, i think so yeah so i mean and they're, they're expected to play their folks so i really like the new schedule change weird way to transition in our games of the week but on monday i have the lightning playing the devils uh that's the 10th at 6 p.m and i'm gonna go with the lightning here the devils have been playing some pretty decent hockey lately though nice all right my last game on monday at 9 30 it's a late one rangers are going into uh, los angeles take on the kings i've got the rangers i think this is a good matchup between two um undervalue teams in their respective divisions and uh because you know the rangers as good as they're doing they're only they're just only i think number nine in the uh power rankings right now but i I'm, i'd like the rangers taking this game on yeah i mean great choice kings have been playing good hockey but uh but the rangers have been playing yeah. much better zuccarello starting to find his uh his stride a little bit yeah zuccarello probably been doing well yeah. as well sorry zabinajad's uh, been finding his stride a little bit yeah that's i mean Kreider's having a great year i mean we've been high on the as a podcast yeah. and a fantasy i've been high on zabinajad for going on like a year like, well, yeah, no, i'm talking through, about yeah. the rangers in general we've been high on zabinajad yeah but uh, for my last game, weirdly enough, Leafs, uh, Leafs, Golden Knights, and Tuesday. This is the one game we won't know until two weeks from now. Tuesday, the eleventh uh, at nine p.m. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Golden Knights. The the Leafs. Uh, you have the Leafs losing. I have the Leafs losing. I would imagine they win one of the games that we have them losing. And since I picked the other one, it'll definitely be uh, you're gonna win yours, and I'll lose mine. So no worries. But uh, should be a good hockey game. I still feel like I'm priding myself in, despite getting absolutely shattered, uh, I'm giving them good hockey games to watch, which is the ultimate goal of games of the week. Awesome. Uh, all right, so let's time to move in. Not just joke of the week, but it's a new year. It's time for our jokes of the year. I don't even know if mine happened within the year, but it's not necessary, right? <laughs> The weird. Corey Perry. Yeah, I don't like that. Sound. Wild. I think that I think the first read was a good one. Now, now I'm overthinking it. Outlandish. Each sixth chick sat on a stick. Little tongue twister. And downright dumb. You're kidding me. It's time for the joke of the week. <laughs> All right. A lot has happened in 2021. Maybe not your thing. I guess uh, we'll find out. But there's a lot of stories. I'm a lot of the, tell the year. I mean, a lot of them were depressing when I was looking through the top news articles of 2021. Uh, some of them too political, too depressing. We're not going to talk about. Uh, you know, I don't know what asshole. Like for example, last week we talked about some super depressing thing about a guy yeah. getting tackled and dying. But you know, that guy's you out. You got to do here. the brief over. You got to do the brief over the yeah. the article. This one I think is safe to talk about though. It's pretty insane. DoorDash 
spent $5.5 million to advertise their $1 million charity donation. That sounds like a really expensive way to give $6.5 million to help people out. Yeah. <laughs> and most of that going to uh, Facebook. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, what else you got on there? I mean, is there, is there deeper? You yeah. just going headline. Which is uh, mainly just the headline thing. You know, it kind of sums it up. They did a for every order, we'll donate $1 to Sesame Workshop. Uh, which is a nonprofit for the Sesame Street, uh, and they uh, they do have very many very. Uh, I'm sorry, Sesame Street is very good and does a lot of very valid social justice initiatives, and it's great that they gave a million dollars. That is absolutely amazing. However, it's not. It, it, again, it's one of those things where they took other people's money and donated it, and then wrote that off. As, as they also donation. did a big commercial for it. Yeah, I feel like you're forgetting about the f- almost six million dollars they spent to tell everybody about it. Well, I'm looking at the, I'm looking at the ads they spent. They didn't actually do a recorded commercial. They did ads on social media. I'm looking at one of them right now. Not one of them says anything about it, like the uh, Sesame Street. Like it's just like a, a one of the blue dolls, which I'm sure everyone knows the Sesame Street. But like it doesn't say like oh, 100 million do- donated to Sesame Street. It's a uh, foundation. It's just one million donated with your help. Uh, and you know, a lot of them, you know, and people immediately went into how. Uh, uh, people wanted to know how bad they treat their employees. There was a story about how a guy was delivering for DoorDash and his car got stolen uh, and his kid was in the back seat and DoorDash then fined him for letting his car get stolen. Uh, it, it's... <laughs> I thought, you know, I, I, there were so many places you were going with that with the kid being in the back of the seat and uh, I thought DoorDash was going to fine him <laughs> for getting the kid stolen. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, dude, you're not allowed. We cannot permit kidnappings (laughs) from any of our contractors. That is not uh, acceptable. So what a, what a, you know, absolute joke. We know about all that garbage. It's like a lot like, uh, you know, the Coors Light, uh, their Super Bowl commercial to tell us about uh, all the money that they donated for like water for people. But they, again, they spent like $6 million on the on the commercial yeah. to tell us they donated like 500k. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. That 5.5 million dollars was for a Super Bowl commercial. This where yeah, they they see, right. so yeah, no, yeah, 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 yeah. 5.5 million dollars. That's the standard operating price now, Bobby. Everybody yeah. knows it. Um I'm honestly, I can guarantee though, we will we will beat that price if you uh uh put advertisements on this show. We'll beat it by a little bit. I won't. Oh, Bob, this is coming straight good, from Bobby. Good cop, bad cop. Yeah, this is a good cop, bad cop thing. Hard ball. Um, 6.5 mil. You know, I'm going to go ahead and need to, uh, I'm going to retain an attorney in case somebody, <laughs> uh, nothing you hear on this show is legally actionable. <laughs> uh, I am honestly, I've, I I really did. I rocked it. I found the best one uh, of the year, possibly the greatest, probably the second greatest joke of the week we've ever done. Joke of the year. I think the greatest had to be the inaugural joke of the week where the uh, women's basketball team got beat 110 to two. That was it. That was, they were never going to beat it. Camel beauty contest rocked by Botox scandal. <laughs> so I saw camel beauty contest rocked. And I was like, please don't be a sex scandal. Please don't be a sex scandal. There's please not. don't be a, like, Oh, I he, They walked in honestly, on the, on the dressing room. Honestly, that would make more sense. If we're being honest, Bobby, would it make more sense? Yes. Yes. Because I mean, this is a, this is a whole deal this year. Authority. We have to imagine that somebody that owns camels, at least a few of them have probably abused these camels. 
Are you telling me that that is not the case? Uh, I'm t- I believe that is hundred percent the case. Yeah. I've never met a camel. Oh, guy. okay. So what you're saying is it wouldn't even be a scandal at a it was not a contest. Scandal. It's just it's nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, first of all, camel beauty contest. That alone, right there, this is news to me that they have them. Oh, you know what? It might actually be also a sex scandal. The opening, uh, oh screen thumbnail, that opening <laughs> thumbnail for the video. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, see, I see that. I was like, Bobby, shut up. You don't, you never, you always mess up your joke of the weeks that are actually a little deeper. I always scan and just, just uh, totally throw out the stuff that actually means something. You always like read the whole article and like tell us the important stuff. Like, wow. Yeah. Like 700 kids were like trafficked to do this. I'm like, dude, no, Let's, we're going headlines only. Uh, but there's been a crackdown. So apparently it's been happening quite a bit. The Saudi authorities have conducted their biggest ever crackdown on camel beauty contests that received Botox injections and other artificial touch-ups the state-run Saudi press agency reported Wednesday over 40 camels were disqualified from the annual pageant. <laughs> how many? Out of how many? Let me just continue. I'm sure that it's quite a bit because Saudi Arabia's popular. I would. Uh, oh, the, I was thought it was talking about the king. I was like, I was probably objectively popular uh, within the country. Very popular for some reason outside the country, not so much. But Saudi Arabia's popular king, Abdulaziz camel festival which kicked off earlier this month invites breeders of the most beautiful camels to compete for some 66 million dollars in prize money price i will throw i'll throw botox in you right now 66 million dollars bro like can hey. you pretend to be a camel i'll spit on let's go <laughs> spit right in your mouth dude <laughs> coronavirus be damned okay 66 million you're getting a a, a full mouth spit yeah <laughs> okay um so, you know, apparently Botox injections, facelifts, other cosmetic alterations, making them more attractive, which again has to be objective. It's, I've never looked at a camel. I'm like, that is the hottest. Yeah. Camel. Who is looking at this camel? Like, that's a hot that camel. That is the sex. That is by Somebody far. should definitely look at the guys like, I'd to enough, that camel. To enough, enough to where you're saying not only like, wow, that's a good looking camel, but that camel is better looking than this camel <laughs> and worth looking, 66 million dollars i think it's like a totality of 66 million our prizes are given out it doesn't seem like there's like one i, know, I gotta mil. be honest this sounds like they're just money laundering they apps they don't have to money launder it's why <laughs> it's saudi arabia they'll just tell you like yeah we're just we just stole this money True. from people they have a king so it's like yeah they legitimately have a king bobby not like oh uh, not like uh you know united kingdom has a king like or queen or a queen yeah, like not well, like that royal. And a couple family. by the time, honestly, by like the time this the epi- by the time this epi- episode comes out, England might have a king. Possibly, yeah. I, that is true. I mean, Betty White just oh, rip, uh, bro, rip, dude. Had to bring it up, rip. I'm sorry. I mean, she almost made. We're it trying wrong. to keep things light with the camel, the Botox camel injections. Yeah, uh, but camel breeding is a multi million dollar industry, and similar events take place across the region. So, I mean, this is like apparently a big thing. Apparently, they're cracking down. Uh, they're, you know, they're doing all sorts of stuff to these camels. That's terrible. Don't let PETA know because then we're going to have a bunch of dead camels as well. As I, cam- I like how they have specialized and advanced technology to detect tampering. And I like to imagine <laughs> that there's just a camel with big old fake tits. <laughs> well, it's like there's only one, there's only one person that can do Botox injections in the whole city. And like, it has a camera. They just like. 
Who's like, I want to go to veterinary school for Botox. It's like, that's not a thing. Oh, I, I want to be a vet, but I also want to be a detective. <laughs> Have you ever heard of a little guy called Ace Ventura Pet Detective? That's who I just imagine. They've called him in. And he's there. To, to there check. has to be like a uh, uh, like a Grey's Anatomy just for people doing uh, Botox and medicine and plastic surgery. They on said candles. it's like a, oh, they said it's like a technology, but isn't it just like an X-ray? Like, can't you just walk them through an X-ray and see if there's like plastic? That's not wait what Botox. It's yeah, it's the injections. I'm thinking of you're thinking about the the fake the fake boobs is what threw me off. Yeah. You can go in and see the uh, maybe it may. I think it depends on the type of implant you get. I'm not 100 percent sure. You seem very confident. You seem confident. You seem confident. You keep telling me I'm wrong. I'm saying I'm saying it question mark. All right. at the end? I said question mark. Uh, all right. What a uh, joke. Yeah. Saudi both Arabia. what a jokes. Uh, let's move into pop culture. Talking Hawkeye. Um, started off slow. Got really good. Yeah. I, I mean, was last like, two episodes super super. Yeah. Dope. Kate Bishop is kills it. Yeah, I mean, really, a lot. Everybody yeah. killed it. In I there. I never saw a Black Widow movie, so it's my first introduction oh, to Yelena. Oh, dude, she is like she's literal, dope. She is the best part of the Black Widow movie because you get her like the whole movie and her funny, quick wit, dude. That's the whole movie. Like, I will be she gets, probably watch, watch maybe watching that tonight. Dude. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they get to talking about uh, you know, like a vest that she's wearing and stuff. And dude, it's so funny. She is she is a great addition. Yeah. I love how they incorporated her in there. Yeah. Uh, the guy that played the stepdad, I forget his name already, uh, but with the sword, the sword guy. Yeah. Uh, he is awesome. He, yeah, he, he cool. killed it at the I end. I look at the end, he just like, and I go again, spoilers, people. If spoilers. You, if, you, if you don't, if these are spoilers for Hawkeye, I love how at the end, he's just vibing with the sword, dude. Like, he's not a bad guy. He's just a dude who likes killing, like, he was just using he a just, sword. He just got sent, he had just got sent to prison, uh, <laughs> wrongfully. Yeah. By his stepdaughter. Well, ish, and his wife, and, and his wife, yeah, mainly by his wife who called, call. and is like, and, and and not mainly by his wife, yeah, by his wife who knew he didn't do it because yeah. she did and the he, crime. And, like, <laughs> and the thing is, he seemed so confident he didn't do it that everyone was like, yeah, he did it. Like he's he like, like, I'll be out of here soon. He's like, I did. It. He's like, I did not do it. <laughs> Uh, and then he's out there. He's just like, you know, it's like almost like a, it's like you said, it, vibing was the perfect yeah. word with him with that sword because the other, <laughs> the other friends of Kate's, they were talking about it. And they're like, what about this guy? And they're like, I mean, he's with us and we should probably get him out of here, but uh, he'll be okay. He's yeah. gonna be okay. He's like, he's like murdered like four or five people within like the three minute span uh, with yeah. a sword. This guy's good. He's good to go. Uh, but Wilson Fisk. I mean, first off, what's his name? Uh, I want to say Anthony Donatuzzi. Is that, that sounds I, right. That I mean, sounds it's right. Something, it's super something, Italian. It's something that if you heard his name and saw the picture of him in real life, you would be like, yeah, this dude is legit in the mob. Uh, so I got to look up because I feel like I'm very close with that name. Yeah, I mean, I think you are as well. Vincent. Donna Ferio, so close. Oh my gosh! Yeah, what did you and, say? What Anthony, you like say? Anthony Donatello. Anthony Donatello. I mean, this dude has stepped out. He's like, boom, out of here, criminal intent. I'm going to be kingpin, and I'm going to kill it. And I'm super excited because Charlie Cox is now uh, canon Daredevil. In yeah, the, in the, that, is that makes it so awesome. I do gotta he was say really good. that the last two kingpins that have played real live action kingpins killed it between michael clark and now this yeah. guy yeah this, michael clark I mean, played a dope ass uh kingpin in the ben affleck daredevil yes yeah but that was just too bad that ben affleck had to play daredevil <laughs> was the problem there but i mean uh colin farrell played a great bullseye uh, in oh, that movie yeah. as well dude that was like the highlight of that film but but uh but my boy Vinny, he 
rocked it. Dude, he just, he takes yeah. over the screen, dude. Yeah. I mean, Clint when he ripped Martin, the door off the, the car. First, he got shot. You annoy me, girl. He shot with an arrow. He's like, I don't even know what this is. <laughs> I have never been, even been shot with an arrow. <laughs> is that a yeah. part of fighting now? Uh, but I am, I'm, I'm, he, he, he killed it. He just commands the screen when he's Wilton, uh, Wilson Fisk or Kingpin. Uh, so looking forward to what else now, did you know when they were refer- kept saying the big guy throughout the show that were you surprised by that? Cause I, no. I, I was, I, I kind of, yeah, I knew it was coming not from spoilers just because like, I kind of, when they kept saying the big guy and I knew in the comics, he was referred to as the big guy a lot. Well, and that, and, and in the opening with the scene recent, with, with Kevin Feige telling us, Oh, Charlie Cox is going to be the, oh. uh, I, well, I, that, that was what kind of tipped well, me well, off. So another thing that. is I believe in episode one at the big Christmas charity event or something like that, that's Kingpin's house. Ah, Okay. So a lot of people they zoomed in on it, and only because I watched the Daily Love shows, I remember they they zoomed into the same thing. And that's King, that's Kingpin's house. Ah, see, that's great. But they don't tell anybody. But yeah, I knew it as a watcher. I was like, that's Kingpin's house. And then they kept saying the big guy. I was like, oh, Kingpin is involved. Yeah, Kingpin. Because this is after now, he went to jail. It's the real question. Did Maya get him or not? I mean, no. I'd have to say I, no. Again, but... spoilers, but I believe in the comics, he was the same thing happened where Maya shot him in the face, and I think he loses an eye, and he has like a fake eye, which is like a. I believe in the comics, which they could go, which makes him more op. Which, <laughs> well, he he some they he's able to find some of the uh, uh, wreckage from the fight with Ultron, and he's able to work in some Ultron just tech. Not- just find some quick Ultron tech, which is like <laughs> so. In another comic, there's a thing which is like a different thing, but it's in the it's like an alternate universe where it's more tech, and so it's called Kingtron, <laughs> and it's like a big ass. It's Kingpin with Ultron mixed, and like we're gonna take this city back for ours, and yeah. So without this city, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I, awesome. I, now they could go somewhere else with it, but I think in the in the comics he gets he gets some Ultron well, tech. I loved it. I, lo- I like it. I like wrapped it up pretty good. It gives us a good opening for Yelena, uh, and to kind of bring her into the yeah. fold a little more. And you know, obviously, we don't know that it's gonna happen. You've been hurt by the comics before. Uh, but I hope that uh, this particular version of Kingpin is around because he kills it. Uh, loved the show. I think this is the one. This is one of the few of the Disney Channel show or Disney Channel. Wow, one of the Disney uh, Marvel shows. Hi, I'm that Wilson I'm Fisk, and you're watching Disney Channel. <laughs> <laughs> he punches you in the face. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <clears throat> This is one that I was like six episodes was right. Yeah. That was the right. I mean, I would have liked to have small. more, but I, sure. the way they handled it was good. No, I, it, it's one of the ones that one of the few that didn't leave me wanting more. Yeah, I think like it told a really good, yeah. succinct story um, that I, I was uh, yeah. very appreciative. of. And now talking about things that um, definitely wants us leaving more and it's not a good, succinct story. The Summer of Bond will officially continue next week. Officially official. Maybe officially sixty percent all the time. Uh, we'll sixty hey, percent of the of the time we do everything that we say we're going to do on yeah. the show all the time. Uh, but I believe we are going to we're going to buckle down. We're going to buckle down. We're going to watch the next James Bond movie. We will probably within the next hopefully the next month uh, get a video out. But let's jump in to questions from the internet. We've got one today, a quick one, I think. Hopefully. Uh, we've got what would be the worst buy one get one free sale ever? 
I feel like there's a lot of answers to this one, and I kind of told you one before recording that yeah, I think is really good. Yeah, go ahead and go good. for it, because so, it was really good. It, um, when I wrote this, I was thinking in my head, I was like, coffins? I was like, actually, that's not a bad deal. Like, if you're married... <laughs> it's not like, a bad deal. You want to save a coffin. Yeah, yeah, but weddings. Like, if you're, like, going, like, I you're getting, like, a wedding. whole wedding package, like, no, I won't get one free twin. Unless you're a twin. But even then, it's like, let them have their own special deal. But like, if you're buying it as not a twin and, and some, whoever says yes to that, the other one's going to look at you like, why would you need another one? Yeah, uh, I would say, uh, what, what, do you, what else do you buy? I don't know. Uh, like, buy, like I would, I would, maybe golf clubs. I mean, if you buy, you buy one golf club, you get the same golf club free. Who needs two of the same golf club? I mean, I'm sure it would be helpful for those. But like, for those of you that don't want, don't need it. That seems just give me half yeah. price on that one golf club. Breast reductions seems if you get, uh, what where what are they doing like what are they yeah. doing with the second one? Right, I mean, yeah, I mean, you don't want to get a buy it'll one, be a little thing. One. It's like only can be used yeah. by the say, purchaser. I would say like any type of medical something <laughs> or another. Like you never want to skimp it on. <laughs> Medical stuff like you yeah. don't want to get hey, like a buy gr- one. I got this Groupon on it on a kidney <laughs> replacement. Yeah, just a quick, just a quick, uh, you know, dial- dialysis. Yeah, buy one get one. Um, hey, I got this promo be, code. Can I use? The- <laughs> don't use a promo code. Uh, another one. I guess it depends on like how terrible of a person you are. But hitmen, you know, like generally you only need the one person murdered. Uh, usually it's money wise. So like nobody is like, oh, well, I might as well get that extra person murdered. <laughs> maybe, oh, I thought that you are two hitmen. No, and- no, you get well, you buy one, you get a kill. So yeah. I mean, yes, I guess you could get two hitmen, but still, again, seems unnecessary for like, then ooh, two people. It was a deal. Who am I gonna? Who else am I gonna use this right. on? It's like, yeah, it, it seems like you shouldn't be stretching it. You should just yeah. take the one. Also, not a good thing to use like deals and uh, Groupons on is hitmen. Yes, well, remember that we've discussed. Yeah, this. we've yeah. discussed this. Uh, <laughs> Rent a the hitman. fake website. Yeah, the fake website. <laughs> Uh, what else? I mean, there's, I mean, most things that are buy one, get one, you want multiple. Yeah. You know? That's why I think it was a good question. Cause it's like, there are, co- there are only a couple things that it's like, not great. Maybe like a bounce house. Like, why would you need a second bounce house if you have the one? I, I mean, it would be cool. If you have a lot of cool. people. Sure. But I mean, I mean, but if you're buying it though. Yeah. You know, you have to imagine that you don't have enough people that are, are people out there buying bounce houses and not renting them. I think what so. maniacs do that? I Other think, than like Uber rich. Well, no, like, no, no, because we looked up prices of like renting one versus buying them. And I mean, if you get the right amount of people involved, <laughs> the price substantially goes down. Just can Pucks Up Podcast get a bounce house? We can get whatever we want. This is America. Okay. <laughs> so let's say, so like, uh, we made the mistake of set of blowing it up in the recording room and now we can't get it out. Let's buy, let's buy one, get one free if we get yeah. the opportunity. Because I mean, immediately after saying, it it sounds way awesome to have two yeah right so uh this is such a good one that i just feel like there's so many more answers that i cannot think of man i can't we'll think think about them we'll throw them up on twitter for people buy one get one uh all right so uh does what do you think closed signs closed and open signs for a business why would you need two True. You're at well, one door. two doors. If you only have one door. Okay. You're a storefront. <laughs> so very specific. You're a storefront. Very specific for these that people. That was like on our drive up to Columbus, and I think you had your headphones in. We were driving by, and there was a big uh, for sale sign. And instead of them just taking down the for sale sign, they put up a big sign that said, <laughs> no longer for sale. <laughs> they put up a no longer? Yeah. It was not even a sold. <laughs> it was just a no longer for sale. It's like just... Take the sign because like, it was like a, it was like an office building with like you put like all like you know like a general just like office you know like space building. It's like just take the sign down. Yeah, that <laughs> seems like it would make like the most sense. Yeah. But. <laughs> they the owner also has shares in a print company, so obviously he needed the work. There we go. <laughs> there we go. 
Uh, but all right, we're moving on to what are you binging? Uh, it is the first of the month. My wife and I got into this show, and we've been binging it like crazy. It's called The Last Kingdom. Yeah, I think I've seen like three seasons of it. Oh, uh, yeah, I think we're four. on season. Uh, there's five seasons five. now. Okay. It got renewed by Netflix, and I think they are coming out season six, which is the final, which should cover the last book. What's, oh, the, what's old boy's name again? Utrid of Bendenberg. Utrid. Utrid. Yeah. Or Utrid. Rag- Utrid. Ragnar- Ragnarsson. Yeah, and there's like a lot of it's where it's like Utrid and Butrid and <laughs> Stevenson. Well, there's a lot of like, because it's like, you know. Uh, yeah, because the, they only had like well, six variations like, of a name. It's like ninth century England, so it's all like, you know, all the. They English, only had six All names. the Saxon names are like Athelred and Athelrod and. And, and, and Bithelrod and yeah. Jithelrod. Oh, don't forget my boy, Smithelrod. But like, they all only like play... Only one name made it out of them, that's Axel. Yeah, and, and the, but it. The problem is, is they start talking about two of them back to back. Yeah. And like, they're doing completely opposite. Well, there's things. like Athel Red and Athel Rod. We got, we, yeah. And the daughter's Athel Red. And oh, well, technically, but, but we then said then, luckily, luckily, the main character's name is just Alfred. Utrid. <laughs> yeah. Well, Alfred. Yeah, yeah. Alfred. Yeah. Yeah. We got an Alfred. We do have an Alfred. He is very, he does set himself apart from others. Yeah. So, uh, so that's good. Mine, uh, mine sounds a lot like yours, but is completely not like it at all. Uh, Mythic Quest, and I think the first season is called Raven's Banquet. It is basically a story where Rob McElhaney um, is the creator of a massive MMO, which is essentially like war. Which is, it just, I'll finish up and then I'll let you shut it down. Uh, Which is like a massive uh, MMO game, like WoW. And he is the uh, he is the creator of the game, and it's kind of like almost like a like a Officey or Parks and Rec style or Silicon Valley. If we got to watch them in the in the show, uh, it's actually pretty good. I've watched about half of season one. Apparently, there's two. It's Apple TV exclusive, so I love being able to throw those ATV exclusives up. So Bobby can't watch them. I so can watch them. You can't watch them, dude. I literally watch Ted Lasso all the Can time. never watch it. Now everybody knows you can't watch it, bro. There's, don't be jealous. Like, you can just make an account with Apple TV and get on. You can't at all. I don't <laughs> think that's how it works at all. You have to get it for free when you buy your phone and they give it to you for six months. Okay. That's how you watch it. That's how I watched it. Or my mom just has an iPhone. Your mom does not have it. She does have an iPhone. That is accurate. That is accurate. <laughs> and I my tried. sister. I tried. Yeah, I tried. Uh, all right, guys. It's time for what is snapping your stick. Bobby and Brandon are about to find out exactly what snaps their sticks. All right. This is, you know, like always, this is many people are probably not going to like this one, but it, it has to do a lot with hypocrisy and the fact that I just don't like this dude. Ben Roethlisberger. Um, I am thankful that I will never again have to see him play. Hopefully he straight up retires and doesn't just change teams. Um, but in, in all over talk shows, people in the same breath are condemning Antonio Brown and the sins that he has made, which if you've been listening to the show today, you know that I have also condemned him for his sins and his actions in the past. But the very next segment, they talk about Ben Roethlisberger's you know, how much he gave the game, how he's a first ballot Hall of Famer, how he might be the greatest uh, steal to ever play and how he's such a great guy. Ladies and gentlemen, he I mean, he is an alleged rapist. And in my opinion, he is a he is a rapist. He does not belong 
anywhere near the Hall of Fame. Uh, he is not a good person. I honestly, I think he's overvalued as a quarterback. I think that he has been bailed out many times uh, uh, by some great receivers. I think he has had his moments to shine, but I don't think he's that good. And frankly, I'm happy. Uh, and I hope that he'll. I never get to have to watch him again play the game of football. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a huge Roethlisberger fan at all. Uh, I have zero problems with anything that uh, that you you've said there. Mm. Um, I mean. I think that he is probably a first ballot Hall yeah. of Famer. I Listen, mean, again, my opinion is different than what I think is going to happen. Sure. I I firmly believe he will be a first ballot Hall of Famer. I mean, when it's kind of hard when you play for that many years and you do get a Super Bowl. You know, realistically, he is a first ballot Hall of Famer. Yeah, I mean, you can, you're allowed to hate yeah. first ballot Hall of Famer. Yeah. There's no restrictions on hatred. Yeah, nothing. but I mean, if OJ's not going to be in the Hall of Fame, and that man ran for 2,000 yards, then Roethlisberger shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame either. But... Whatever. Fair. I didn't really expect a Ben Roethlisberger OJ comparison on the show today. But well, yeah. yeah. I mean, because yeah. Ben is much worse. I never said. I, look, I never said anything one way or the other. I just said I <laughs> yeah. didn't expect it. I didn't come in today thinking, oh, <laughs> Ben Roethlisberger will be compared to OJ Simpson today, potentially. And yeah. I just didn't. I just didn't think about it as an option. I mean, why would you? When you look at their stats, of course you wouldn't think they're in the same they're wheelhouse. Seem, they seem like different people, completely. Yeah. But uh, you know, that's just me. I'm, I'm not here to judge your snaps, your stick. Yeah. Uh, mine. Uh, you went sports. I'm going to go non-sports. Uh, and I really, I didn't have one. And then it happened to me right before the show. Uh, your shoe tied nice and tight. It's feeling good. It's feeling good on the foot. Then your, your foot itches. And it's like in a deep spot. And you can't yeah. get the itch. And then you try to do that stomp itch. But then you're just yeah. stomping your foot. You potentially That's why I don't like lace-up shoes, dude. I wear like the boot, yeah, I don't the know. boots. I've got the Chelsea boot, like the boots that like kind of like a Cowboys pack. I can slip them on and off real quick. The only time I wear lace, uh, shoes with laces is if I'm going to the gym on a run or something like that. Yeah, well, Bob, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie. I feel that you're coming and you know trying to be on my side here. It sounds really weird to people. It sounds like to people. It sounds like you said you cannot tie your shoes. <laughs> you're like I don't like those shoes with the ties and the lace-ups. Well, I mean. I don't. Velcro, bro. You Velcro. Velcro. Okay. I'm a Velcro okay. guy. Well, you didn't bring it up. Yeah. And so they light up when you, when I take a step. I'd be so sick. That is something that some I wish rocket was, power shoes. That's something that I wish was like incorporated more into adult society. Aren't there society. like some Yeezys that have light up something like that? Yeah, but it turns out I don't have fifty thousand dollars <laughs> to spend on shoes that are probably like got like your big toe hole missing or something. Yeah, the, yeah, they light Wait, up. Wait, do you uh, do most shoes have toe holes that you're buying? No, no, but Yeezy making the oh. shoe. There's definitely like a big hole for your like okay. homeless man toe. Uh, you know, like they light up, but they do also look like they've been run through uh, through the ringer and you bought them at a Goodwill. Yeah. So, I mean, that's Yeezy. Where you could probably go and find many of Yeezy 000. shoes. $60,000. <laughs> but all right, guys, uh, have a great week. We look forward to seeing you. Don't forget January 15th at Mayday Brewery Preds Watch Party. We will see you guys next week. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Pox Out Podcast. To see what other ridiculousness the guys are up to, check them out on Twitter and Instagram at Pox Out Pod.